Normals is sitting on the dryer. People like us, we don't get normal. There's nothing wrong with normal. We're just aiming for extraordinary. If you want to get the unnormal, you have to do the unnormal. And we're back. With another episode of The Unnormal Show. I'm Claire. And I am Sam. And we're happy you're here. Today, do you want to introduce our special guest? Yes. We've got a real treat for you guys. Our new executive producer of The Unnormal Show. He's here with us in the studio today. Yeah, he weighs in at about 8 pounds. 12 um, ounces. Yeah, 12 ounces. Not a ton of height, but a lot of fluff. And that mm. is our brand new baby boy. Oh, oh. cute sweet muffin. Our family just expanded with the addition of a almost eight-week-old Aussie Collie, and his name is Coda. And his and middle he, name is Fluff. Coda Fluff. Isn't that his last name? I don't know. Yeah, it's his last name. <laughs> Find him on Instagram, the Coda Fluff. Quick plug, he wanted to make sure we got that in here for you. He's trying to expand his following. Mm-hmm. And he's thrilled to be here. He's taking a quick nap, though. So, but he helped us set everything up. He got the yeah. mics in place. He got the lights really on. Helpful. Set the camera up. So he's really pulling his weight. All, yeah, all eight pounds. <laughs> all eight pounds of him. We're happy he's here, and we're happy you're here. So please, I would invite you to grab your favorite container, your favorite mug, your favorite chalice, fill it with your beverage of choice, and join us. For the simultaneous sip. Mm, hits mm. the spot every time. Our favorite is the good old chaga tea. That's what we've got here today, as per usual. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be diving into a little topic that I think most of anybody who has tried to do anything purposeful or meaningful in life has come across and that is the good old imposter syndrome have you heard of it Mm -hmm. oh have i heard of it i live with that yeah definitely i think everyone does yeah and i think what's really sneaky about imposter syndrome is when we feel it for some reason we think we're the only one that feels this imposter syndrome it feels kind of like this big secret. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't really know what I'm doing. It's like, and if you for some reason have not bumped up against imposter syndrome, it's basically when you're wanting to do something in the world and you're you're taking these actions, you're talking to people, telling them about what you're doing, but in the back of your mind, you're so consumed by the fear that they're going to find out you're a fraud and you actually don't know anything about what you're talking about and you're making it all up and it's a terrible terrible thing Mm -hmm. so today we're actually going to teach you stick around because we're going to teach you how to kill the imposter that lives inside your head but before we do that we need to talk more about what imposter syndrome is and why we feel it yeah we'll also share we'll share a little bit of how we've felt some imposter syndrome for sure in our lives and here. also where we're still feeling it yeah on a regular we, basis because right, i think right that's now. just part of the yeah recording this podcast perfect so imposter syndrome sneaky and i think it's sneaky because it gets wrapped up in our ego mm-hmm. yeah definitely and 
at the core of what our ego's job is, it's to keep us safe. It mm-hmm. wants to keep us safe from danger. And in order to do that, it tells us to stay in our lane, play it safe, play it small. But ultimately, that's not where growth happens. Growth happens from stepping outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. challenging your boundaries, and really seeing if you can do this thing that you've never done before in every arena, uh, every arena of your life. And something that you and I both heard recently was Seth Godin's quote about imposter syndrome. Mm, yeah, and, that really landed. Yeah, for both of us. And it was on the Aubrey Marcus show. And Aubrey Marcus asked him about imposter syndrome. And Seth Godin's response was incredible. He said, if you don't feel imposter syndrome, either you're a sociopath or you're not trying hard enough. Mm. And then he followed that up with, you're trying to do something that you're not sure if it's going to work and you're pretending like it's going to work. Therefore, you're an imposter. You should feel imposter syndrome. But really the point of his message was this isn't something that you should battle or something that you need to battle. It's something that you can almost use as a guiding star for where you want to take your next project to, where you want to expand your skill set or your capabilities. And that really spoke to us because I think that as we've kind of taken a few steps forward in being more intentional with content creation, as we started this podcast, as we've tried to um, stir up some things in the business world, we feel imposter syndrome on a daily basis. And I think, yeah, like every (laughs) single day. And I think that some people listening to this podcast, listen to us talking, they're like, wow, like you guys have figured out like i don't know i don't or maybe know maybe some people listen to us talk and they're like you don't know anything yeah really. well, th- that's probably a more accurate <laughs> description of like how we actually feel and that's the whole point is we've taken these steps into worlds that we know nothing about mm-hmm. but the reason that we've got a little bit of traction so far is that we've been okay with that and mm-hmm. we've been okay with feeling like the the dummy in the room just trying to pick up every scrap piece of knowledge that we can yeah i think i think it is so valuable to step into imposter syndrome and kind of expose yourself because i feel like that's where real connection takes place yeah i think even as a listener if you're listening to this and you don't really buy into anything we're talking about you don't think we've got the right credentials or this and that or the other thing at the very least, we're speaking the truth and we're being real with you. And we'll go ahead and say it. Maybe we're not the most educated in some of the topics that we're covering. Like in our nutrition episodes, you know, we full well go ahead and recommend you go see a medical professional before trying any of our advice. And we're very open about, you know, we're not the most educated people in anything that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But not everyone connects with the people who are the most educated in that field. There has to be those people who are willing to kind of bridge that gap Mm -hmm. and spread this information in a way that is easier to to connect with a larger audience. And to play off what you've said, I think that the cost of imposter syndrome is us trying to play small and only wanting to work in the under the umbrella of our current expertise. But one distinction that I want to point out is in today's 
world of connection with the internet and social media, if you know more about car mechanics than your buddy beside you, to him, you're an expert. You know, in starting this podcast, no one that we reached out to was a expert in podcasting. They're all people yeah. that, you know, had made a podcast with 10 episodes or there were people that had started podcasting. So to us, they were an they expert. They were experts. Yeah. So they were able to tell us like what gear we needed, how we should structure our shows. And that was and so valuable. So valuable. And I think everyone has some area of their life that they are an expert in to the person beside them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's gardening. Maybe that's... <laughs> Uh, I need someone to Italian be an expert in cooking. gardening for me. Like, or, plants. like we've uh, maybe it's dog training. Uh, true. So, Shout out Kelsey for being our yeah dog training expert. Kelsey Glazer, KG, Brian, thank you, the people that gave us all the advice for our new puppy. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's really we live in this amazing time where we've got all the tools at our fingertips to create value for other people. And I think that for a lot of people, and the reason I think this is because I feel this on a daily basis, we're afraid to put ourselves out there and start creating things because we think, oh, I'm I, I'm not an expert. Or it's that, it's that same imposter syndrome that mm-hmm. comes up. And at the end of the day, I think it's bullshit because we can always create on the ladders where we're climbing up, mm-hmm. whether it's in health or whether it's in business or education, whatever, there's always someone just below us on mm-hmm. the step below us that we just stepped up from. So if we can use these platforms that we have to share information, share our experiences, that can only help the people that are trying to climb up with us, which is really what inspired us to do what we're doing right here. Oh yeah, I actually have a couple different avenues that are popping up in my head I'd want to take this but one is really if you are wanting to start a blog or start a coaching business or start anything where you're needing to be an expert or pretend to be an expert something that I found really helpful is to pretend you're talking to yourself a year ago Hmm. and that's a pretty good place to start engage you know the kind of audience that you could at least be talking to you know if if you can't be talking to everybody at the very least you can be speaking to and connecting with this very specific group of people who are in those shoes now that you might have been just a year ago so where have you found that helpful or where have what areas of your life have you felt that imposter syndrome come up and you've used that mindset to help you move through it i have found that extremely helpful in my meditation coaching. Um, I remember very vividly this time last year, exactly a year ago, is when I really started to reach out and let people know I'm I'm doing this now. I am starting this course. You can join. Or if you'd like to do one-on-one coaching with me for mindfulness, I'm happy to coach you with that. And it was such a struggle for me to even ask people to pay me money for my services because I didn't feel like I deserved it because I didn't have a certification to teach meditation. I, I 
didn't do any programs to formally learn it. Mm -hmm. If I were asked, how did you learn it? It was all through personal experience. It was all through podcasts. It was through people like Tara Brock, Jack Kornfield, Pema Kodrin. And I think that's really interesting because that that speaks to the culture we've been raised in where Uh we think that education is something that happens within the four walls of an institution, whether that's Mm -hmm. high school or, or university. And sure, there's learning and education that happens there, but I'm just as interested in someone that's learned on all their own time, has scratched their knees through trial and error, and has they've found their own network of resources that they've learned from. I think, I, I think we're gonna see a massive shift, not to get too far away from yeah. this, right? But I think with the advent of the internet, that's completely changed the la- the uh, landscape of how people can learn. So there's got to be some kind of massive change in how we deem people as educated, right? Because there's so much learning that can happen outside of uh, an accredited program. But the funniest part is that we think we need these certifications and these letters after our name and all these things to to be an expert in the field, but if you went to college and got a business degree, did you graduate feeling like an expert in business? Yeah, good point. Really, did you? Because I don't think you did. No. (laughs) So there's no, at no point will you not feel like an imposter. You'll always get to the next rung on the ladder and then at that point you're in competition, air quote, competition with this new level, this new crowd of people speaking the same thing as you Mm. sharing the same message and then it's like oh i gotta step up my game to these people it it can feel like a never-ending game but what it can really be is a dance with this fear that you feel but if you're doing anything meaningful that's gonna be there Mm -hmm. so i definitely like stepping in a teaching meditation was huge for me and getting if people feel like i can provide value to them they will gladly pay me money. And Mm -hmm. that is the same for you on normal listeners. If you feel like you have a service you want to provide to the world, just offer it, Mm -hmm. name a price. It doesn't have, like, I just camp with something super random. I looked into other coaches and what they were charging, kind of lowered it a bit since it was gonna be my first program. Mm -hmm. Put that price out there and asked like 20 people if they wanted to do the program. I think about half said yes, and they loved it. Mm-hmm. And then you actually had from that group program, you had people reach out requesting to do one-on-one yeah, training with you. Yeah, and, that, and that's how it starts. Which that speaks to the value that you deliver right. to the group of people that you're working with. But the whole way through, and even still, I feel this sense of, oh, they're going to find out I didn't do a formal training. Mm-hmm. But they know that already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the back of my head, it's there. And imagine what it would look like if you had allowed that narrative to dictate what action you were going to take. I wouldn't have even started. We wouldn't be doing this podcast. We wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't have started that course. I wouldn't have started one-on-one coaching. I wouldn't have started individual meditation sessions. I wouldn't have started targeted tarot readings. I wouldn't have this course at Adrian College coming up in the fall, Mm. teaching uh, mindfulness for leaders. None of that would have happened. And look at the irony there. <laughs> you created a project that you felt this strong sense of imposter syndrome come up around. Mm-hmm. And now, 
an actual college is paying yeah. you to run a program <laughs> because of your experience with it. Mm. That's amazing. So you have to create your own experience. Is totally. the lesson that I got out of that. Mm-hmm. Where have you bumped up against imposter syndrome? Let's just spill it. Spill the deets. A big thing. So I can I can relate to you too in in creating a project where you were providing value to people and charging the money for it and how uncomfortable that felt. Uh, for anyone who knows me, I'm extremely passionate about all things under the umbrella of health, fitness, nutrition. Really, the way I see that is what inputs can I control in my life to make me perform at a higher level in all areas of my life. So what that looks like for me is I'm constantly reading books, I'm constantly listening to podcasts with you know the real experts like PhDs who are on the bleeding edge of all these categories. Yeah, people who, who have doctor in front of them. Yeah, yeah. And because my community knows me as this person who is really passionate about these things, they always come to me with questions. And questions as simple as like, oh, what do you do for that? Like, what do you do for breakfast? What do you do for workouts? What do you do for optimizing sleep, right? And I often felt unqualified to share my experience because I was like, ah. I'm, I'm not a doctor, like just go listen to these same podcasts that I've listened to. But what I've really come to understand is if people don't connect with those sources of information, they're never going to go listen to them. Mm-hmm. So in reality, I'm doing my community a disservice by not sharing this information with them, by not creating valuable content around this. And... So just like you, I created uh, a project where I was helping people improve their fitness over a 12-week program last year, and I felt those same feelings of imposter or unworthiness come up when I was trying to, to do this, and I was blown away by how eager people were to be a part of this project, and not only that, but the amount of people that wanted to continue working with me after I ran the initial program was awesome and has really given me inspiration to think wow what could I grow this into and it goes back to what we were saying before even though I don't have a PhD in XYZ I am an expert to the people that are a few rungs below me who are looking for ways to level up and get to the next um, the next level and those are the people that I'm ultimately really helping by continuing to create content for. Uh, so I've really been trying to be more intentional with creating content for Instagram and I'm constantly battling with this internal demon of me telling myself I'm not, you know, qualified to create workout or nutrition uh, material for people. So. I've gotten really comfortable with just feeling that and doing it anyways. And then I, I've gone back to this a few times, but this podcast is huge. I, I often feel some level of discomfort. Pressing the record button. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and just putting ourselves too. out there. But what I've come to realize is that's never going to change. Mm-hmm. That feeling of... Even if we had a million downloads. Totally. We'd still feel that. That imposter syndrome for us has become that guiding light of, oh, mm-hmm. 
oh, this feels uncomfortable. Okay, great. Let's jump in. Let's do yeah. it and, and see how big we can make this. Let's see how much we can grow through this. Because that's, I think that's, I think that's life is always trying to expand your comfort zone, always, always trying to test, yeah, it. bump up against the wall of comfort and try yeah. to expand that. And you don't have to, you know, throw yourself into the fire, but to feel it and, you know, just like the cold shower, just totally. like fasting. And that's why we practice these things in these low stakes situations so that when you feel it in something that really matters to you, like a project you really want to take on or a business you really want to start or a conversation with somebody important in your life who you, you really need to have that conversation with. Those are high stakes situations. But you've already flexed the muscle yeah. of being able to go into discomfort. Oh, we're going to take a quick break because Koda needs to needs go needs a pee potty. break. And he's Excuse us. <laughs> on a side note, this is a huge win for us. We're on day six now and he's finally figuring out that he needs to go outside. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, I just laid down. Uh, okay, we'll be right back. We are back. And we've got a dog. We've got our executive producer, Coda. He did not go potty. Making his first appearance on the show. <laughs> God, you're cute. Anything to say to the people? Oh, I'm just sniffing the mic. Mm, All right. Cute. So, Sam, or Coda, if you'd like to answer, how do we kill the imposter? How do we get over our own internal critic you to do the things one, we really want to do in life? You want to take this one? No? Okay. Passing it off to you. Yeah. Classic Coda. <laughs> the key is realizing that you never kill the imposter. You learn to dance with it because that that feeling of imposter syndrome is the sign that you're playing big enough that you're showing up that you're doing the thing that you want to do and also that you're not a sociopath How about oh that? yeah <laughs> that you're not a sociopath exactly yeah that's also a, a great thing so friends we want to hear from you if you found this episode valuable, if you learned anything from this episode, if you resonated with it or connected with it, if you have something specific in your life that you're working through imposter syndrome for, leave us a review. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear what you liked, what you'd like to hear more of, and consider subscribing. You made it this far. We've got Coda here. If you're not going to subscribe to this fluffy guy, I don't know when you ever will. So consider leaving a review, consider subscribing, and we do just want to let you know, heartfully, how much we appreciate all your support. We really do love you guys. Hell yeah. We really appreciate you guys being a part of the journey, all the feedback that we've received, all the encouragement, and we're just excited to keep this ball rolling. So thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.